Hello, this is my very first podcast recording. I used to do videos on Facebook, but because of the space and and of storage it takes to to do videos, I thought it'd be uh, a little bit better just to do a voice recordings because I could do more and it can I could do more and be able to store it better. Um, these podcasts is just basically going to be small Bible studies. I, I, I'm not going to promise I'm going to keep each one uh, short and sweet. I'm, I'm just going to just do what the Holy Spirit said for me to do. I'm going to just open my mouth and let him feel it. And when he says it's time to be released from this recording, I, I, I'll cut it off. But um, in my heart, I in my, in my in my prayer time, I sense we need to get back to some fundamentals of of knowing God, knowing who God is. In coming into relationship with him, I noticed there is a pattern during this church age that we're living in. We're as a whole, the the church is going down the same path that the Jewish people did. They this is not derogatory towards any Jewish person or the religion um i honor the jews i be- i believe holy in them uh i i bless them but they miss their appointed time and they miss their their they had an appointment with their with their Messiah, which is our Savior and our Lord Jesus Christ. And the reason they missed their appointment was they got caught up in the traditions and they also got caught up in their in, in, in the word or got caught up in the law and the repetitive of the uh, of the letter of the law and they got caught up in their traditions so hard that they forgot what a relationship with God was like so God is and, and I'm seeing the same pattern developing in, in, in our in, in this church age. Churches are getting so steep into tradition and in and, and in the preaching of of the word uh, or theology. They're getting so caught up in the theology and in the and they they're forgetting about relationship with God. And that God is love and which is one of the truths I'm going to be speaking on. And he 
wants us to get back to a fundamental, basic, deep relationship with Him and communing with Him as the body of Christ. And we're, we're forgetting to have compassion with Him and, and with Him. And, and, and because of, of that we're getting caught up in tradition and we're getting caught up in the in, in the theological trying to get the theological stuff correct, make sure we have our traditions down path we we begin to reject those in need because we have forgotten that God is love. If people don't measure up to our tradition or if they don't measure up to the way we believe in a certain way. We, we we excommunicate them from our our church and we, we we don't let we don't allow them to come into our church and allow them to experience the relationship with God through through the church so that is what I I want us to experience as body of Christ is is I want us to get back to the fundamentals of who God is and in my last recording I was talking about how tradition and Theology can stand in our way of having a relationship with the Lord. Uh, This was was one of the ways that the Jewish people... uh, Missed their appointed or their appointment with their Messiah is that they they got they got tradition in theology or the law the letter of the law and but they didn't have a relationship with God. And when Jesus came on the scene, their Messiah, they didn't recognize him. And as I as I mentioned in the last recording, I see the same pattern being repeated in in the church as a whole, where tradition and theology is more important than relationship with Jesus Christ. And as a result, if this doesn't change, the church will miss our appointed or our appointment 
with Jesus when Jesus comes back. And we need to be in relationship with him on a daily basis. I want every moment of every day. We must stay connected with his spirit daily. And that's what these podcasts are going to be about. I just, I want to, by, by the help of Holy Spirit, I want to help us get back to the fundamentals of the, of who God is and how we can relate to Him because God created man to have a relationship with Him and we need to know how to relate with God and how we can experience God in in a deeper more meaningful way so we can have a greater impact for his kingdom on this earth and i want to um to share um two fundamental truths about who god is that it took it's like a foundation but starting on a journey of knowing God, it it will take us an eternity. So I'm I'm not going to say that I know all about God, because we really don't know all about God. We're we're going to be living forever, and we're going to not know all we need to know about God. But we got to start somewhere. We need to uh, start a relationship with Him. The one one of the first biggest step to knowing God is you need to know that there's only one way to Him, and that is through His Son Jesus Christ and through His blood. You cannot approach God without Jesus. You got to go through Jesus because Jesus paid the price on the on the cross. He he God sent him. He is God's only begotten son. And he came in the flesh to so we can have someone we can relate to. He, he came as God in the form of flesh to die on a cross. He, he finished 
he said it was it is finished it is done he completed what was done in order to make the way to go to the father but thankfully Jesus didn't stop at the cross the holy ghost resurrected Jesus back to life And that same Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the grave on the third day wants to come and dwell in us. And, and that is one of the fundamental truths that we need to understand is God is a spirit. And that's why Jesus came was he had to come in the form of flesh because we couldn't live up to the standard of God in our flesh. We couldn't do it. If we, 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 we fall short of that standard that God has established. God is holy. And in our flesh, we can't be holy. But with Jesus Christ and the blood, it, he made it possible that we can be holy. Therefore, we can approach God through the holiness of Jesus Christ. Not through our own holiness, but through the holiness of Jesus Christ. We have no holiness outside Jesus Christ. The... So, I want to um, start off in John chapter 4 about the woman at the well. I believe this is a good foundational starting point of knowing who God is and, and also explains who Jesus is. In John chapter 4, verses 1 through 26, it, this, this is a long reading, but I don't want to hear and ramble off words to you. I want you to hear the, the Word of God. I want the Word of God to speak for itself. When, therefore, the Lord knew how the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John. Though Jesus himself baptized not but his disciples, he left Judea and departed again into Galilee. And he must needs go through Samaria. Then cometh he to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near to the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied with his journey, sat thus on the well. It was about the sixth hour, which is about lunchtime or about noon. There cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me to drink. 
for his disciples were gone away into the city to buy meat. Then said the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou, being a Jew, askest drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that said unto thee, Give me drink, Thou wouldst ask of him, and he would give in thee living water. The woman said unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From hence then hast thou living water. Art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us this well, and drank thereof himself and his children and his cattle? Jesus answers in her, Whosoever drinks of this water will thirst again. But whosoever drinks of the water I will give him will never thirst. But the water that I will give him will be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. And the woman said unto her, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not neither come either to draw. Jesus said to her, Go, call thy husband and come here. And a woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said, You have well said, I have no husband. For you have five husbands. And he you now have is not your husband in that you said truly. And the woman said to him, Sir, I perceive or recognize that you are a prophet. Our fathers worship in this mountain, and you say that in Jerusalem is a place where men ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour comes when you will neither in this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship what you know not. We know what we worship. For salvation is of the Jews. But the hour cometh and now is when true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeks to such to worship Him. God is a spirit, and they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. The woman said unto Him, I know that Messiah comes which is called Christ, when he is come, he will tell us all these things. He, Jesus said in her, I that speak unto you am he. If you, I want to stop here. I paraphrase some of these words 
because the King James language is is somewhat hard to understand. So uh, you have to excuse that when I do that. So I know I'm not going word from word in the King James. I just paraphrase it in a way that would be better to be better understanding. The but what what Jesus was saying here is there's a whole lot of truths in this and there's a lot of background stories that leads up to this this uh, uh, moment or this a divine appointment of this meeting between Jesus and this woman and why they're why she said what she said about the Samaritans not being with the Jews. There's a lot of historical background in all that. Uh, I won't have time to get into all that today. But the truth I want to speak from is at the last part of it. Where Jesus declared to her, The hour is coming, and now is that true worshipers will worship the Father in the Spirit and in truth. For the Father seeks a people to worship Him, and God is a Spirit. And those that worship Him must worship Him in Spirit and in truth. So, what Jesus was saying is... If you want to approach God, you've got to approach Him in the Spirit and in truth. You can't come to Him with your carnal thinking, which is called in the in the Bible, is called fleshly. Or you can't approach God in our flesh, which which the interpretation means you cannot come to God with your traditional thinking, with your carnal thinking. You're, 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 you got to come to God in spirit. And Jesus, this is what I love about Jesus. He didn't tell us to do something and leave us helpless. He made the way for us so that we can approach God in his spirit. And so that's one of the fundamental truths we need to learn today is that God is a spirit. What does that mean? I'll start off saying this. We are born in a physical body. Our physical body is subject to the five senses. We're subject to taste how we feel our smell our sight and what we hear we're subject to those things and when God 
created Adam, Adam was not subject to his five senses. It was the other way around. Adam, his five senses were subject to the spirit. And so Adam communed with God daily in in the garden in the spirit. So Adam received all of his information, all of his knowledge, all the wisdom he had come from God only. When sin came into the scene, Adam was no longer master, no longer above his five senses. It became reversed. He had to. He, he, his five senses ruled him now, and that's the way it's been since then. And we 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 have to be. As Jesus said in the previous chapter of this, before chapter 4, John, where I just read from, in chapter 3, he was talking to Nicodemus uh, about being born again. We've got to be born again into the Spirit so we can become... like him so and I encourage you to read chapter 3 because it's amazing how chapter 3 and chapter 4 tie in together even though it's two different people But he approaches each person differently about the Spirit. And he, he talks about the Holy Spirit in chapter 3. And he talks about the, the Spirit in chapter 4. And Jesus told Nicodemus, the religious leader... He, he, you know, he he began to break down who the Holy Spirit was. He said that that you know we 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 can't see, we can't we can't see the Spirit. We we only can uh, see the effects of the Holy Spirit, and that's why you know God is a spirit, and. We are created in the image of God. You know, people limit that and say, well, I, I look ugly. So, or I don't, my body does not look right. I'm, I'm, I've been born with this, with this, uh, 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 this disability or I've been, or, or my face looks marred, or my 
my body, some parts of my body is marred. Therefore, I must not be made in the image of God. And let me share a word of encouragement to you. If you are going, if you do have a disability or if you was born with, with, with a, with, with a, a misformed part of your body, we live in a sin-cursed world. And our bodies is, is, is not perfect. And it won't, our bodies won't be perfect until Jesus Christ comes back. And, but until then, we, we will, and that's part of the curse. But we're not subject to the curse. That is the greatest news. If you're disabled or if you're born blind, it does not mean you're subject to your disability or you're subject to your how you was born into this world. It doesn't matter how you was born into this world, this physical world. You were born with a spirit. That is who God created you to be. You're, you are a beautiful soul created in the image of God. That is, the, that is who you truly are. Who you are on the outside is not who you are on the inside. You are a beautiful soul and spirit created in the beautiful image of God. Therefore, you're not subject to who you are. And I believe that's what the Father God has been teaching me. You know, I was not born perfect in my flesh. I, I suffer with, with things in my flesh, my body. You know, I feel limited in my body. But as my pastor and I've had uh, my brothers and sisters in Christ always encourage me to say, you, you are a mighty man of God and you are a mighty giant of God. And, and I'm, I'm beginning, as I walk closer to God, I understand what they're saying now, that I'm not subject to how I was born. Because when you're born again, you are remade to who you're truly meant to be in God. You are a spirit. And your body is subject to your spirit. So you can, as Paul said, Paul said, we can do all things through Christ Jesus. I can't do anything in my flesh. My flesh is limited. But when we connect ourselves to God and come into relationship with Him, we begin to bear His image. And we... And that's what I want... That's what I want to just uh, uh, clarify, encourage you. If you... If you or, or, like I was just saying, you know, if you're born 
with a disability or were born with a, uh, um, with a physical malady in your body, don't, don't think that is, that defines you. That is not who you are. What defines you is who God created you to be truly. And you are created to be a spirit. You're created to be a soul, a, a person with a mind, will, and emotions. You're, you're created to be a, a spirit. Your spirit is who you are. Your physical body is not who you are. Your physical body is just a temple for God to dwell in. And that is who you truly are. You you are a person who's born into the kingdom of God. And in closing, as I um, I want to treat every episode and every podcast as though it's going to be my last one. So, if you're wondering how do, do I begin this relationship with God, how do I begin to walk with God in the Spirit, how do I start this? First and foremost, you need to know that you are loved. You are loved by God. As John 3 says, uh, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God loves you. And he sent his son, Jesus, to die on the cross for you so that it it can be made possible for you to approach God. And I don't want to stop at the cross. There was another wonderful event called the resurrection the resurrection of Jesus Christ by the Holy Ghost made his body alive again and that's the same with us when we accept Jesus Christ in our bodies and we accept the Holy Spirit the the physical flesh or our carnal nature becomes dead and now we're made alive again in the Holy Spirit. We've been resurrected again. Our whole, the Spirit in us is who we truly are is resurrected again. And now we can have communion with, with Him. And, and you don't have to say a long prayer. You don't have to do a theological speech all you need to do is, is simply ask Jesus to fill you with his presence 
and that you you accept the finished work of the cross and what he did on that cross. All you got to do is accept that and believe. Believe in your heart. And once you believe it, confess it. Confess with your mouth and pray, Jesus, I believe what you have done for me on that cross. You shed that blood so that I can have access to the Father in the Spirit. And then allow the Holy Spirit to come in you and begin that work in you and begin to love on you and begin to heal you of all your past wounds and begin to heal heal this and, and begin that journey of communion with God. And, and once you do that, get in, get in the Word and, and study, uh, read the Bible and, and get to know God through His Word and, and get uh, uh, and pray about joining in fellowship with with uh, a a spirit filled church and uh, um speaks the truth and won't sugarcoat the word and and, and talks about the cross and talks about uh, loving others and getting getting um and, and, and encourage you to to have a relationship, a personal relationship with him. And because fellowship with other believers is very important. And, and it, 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 it helps feed that spiritual growth in you daily and gives you accountability. And I, uh, I'll close in prayer. Father God, I thank you, Lord, for all those that I've listened to this podcast this day. I pray and I release your your anointing, God, upon these people who are listening. I pray that they will know you and and, and, and begin to experience eternal life, and that is to begin to know you. That's what Jesus declared. Jesus said uh, that, that to have eternal life, is to know the one true God, and that is what I want people to know this day, that you are a spirit, and that we are created in your image, and that is the image of a spirit. And I pray you'll bless them, bless those who start this journey, and and, and bring them into your loving kindness. You said no no one comes to Jesus except the Father draws him. And I pray that you'll draw them into Jesus so that they will know and come into you and to know and come in a relationship with you. And we thank you and I praise you for this day. And I plead the blood over this podcast and over all those who listen. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.